Welcome to Cartwheels on the Sky, Poets, Poems, and Discovery. I'm your host, Blake Moore, and tonight I'm speaking with members of the Mendocino County Poet Laureate Selection Committee, Michael Rydell, Kirk Lumpkin, and Larry Felson. We'll be talking about the important role poetry plays in Mendocino County, the budding Poet Laureate program, as well as poetic insights and a few poems. But first, here's 1A Prelude, Open Peace, a collaboration between composer Ernie Mansfeld and myself performed by the Oakland East Bay Symphony as part of their Words and Music project. My guests, Michael Rydell, Kirk Lumpkin, Larry Felson, along with Devereaux Baker and myself, are founding members of the Mendocino County Poet Laureate Program. Nominations are being accepted now and until February 29th for the first Poet Laureate of Mendocino County. Nominees will be asked to submit applications in March and interviewed in April. The Laureate selected will be honored at a Mendocino County Board of Supervisors meeting in May. Anyone can make a nomination and poets can nominate themselves. For more information, go to mendocinopoetlaureate.mymcn.org. Again, that's mendocinopoetlaureate.mymcn.org. And before I bring my guests up, I want to give you a little bit of background. Michael Rydell served as the 7th Poet Laureate of Ukiah, where he teaches English and hosts a monthly reading series, Writers Read. He's the author of three books of poetry and has been published most recently in Canary, Right Hand Review, Stillwater Review, Blue Unicorn, and in Molly Fisk's California Fire and Water, a Climate Crisis Anthology. Kirk Lumpkin is a poet, spoken word, and performance artist, lyricist, and environmentalist. He is the author of two books of poetry, In Deep and Cohering, and two poetry and music CDs, The Word Music Continuum and Sound Poems. Larry Felson moved to Fort Bragg six years ago, having previously lived in Oakland, Berkeley, and San Francisco, where he was a high school teacher and a social justice activist. His most recent poetry collection is Down Out of Order, published in 2022. And here's a conversation I just had with them. So I'm talking with the Mendocino 
Poet Laureate Committee, Larry Felsen, Kirk Lumpkin, and Michael Rydell. And I also want to say that Devro Baker is part of the committee and also Disclosure, I too am part of this committee. And we just wanted to get together so we could share with everybody in Mendocino County this amazing opportunity that's coming up. And perhaps I can start with the first question, which is, how did the idea of a countywide poet laureate come up in the first place? Yeah, uh, Michael Rydell here. Um, I am in Ukiah, and we have, I think, for somewhere around 22 years, had a poet laureate of Ukiah, and it's been successful. We've had a lot of good people uh, who came through, a two-year stint each, and then I... I uh, was proud to be a poet laureate here in Ukiah from 2016 to 2018. And the whole time that, you know, that has been happening, I've been, you know, going to these readings around the county and recognizing that there are a lot of really good people around here and that we had something in Ukiah that we really could have in the broader sphere of Mendocino County. And uh, so slowly this last year, I've really kind of pulled it together to start asking around for some help to uh, get this started. And I'm real happy to have Larry and Kirk and Devereaux and you, Blake, and we're, uh, we're making this happen. So it's a good thing and probably long, long overdue, but, but, you know. It's good right. that it's here. Does anybody else have anything they want to add? I, I mean, I think, you know, poet laureates in general, we hope to raise the profile of poetry, raise consciousness in whatever community they are in of the poetry alive in their communities and of the people doing it and of the fact that it is both a written art and an oral art. And that I think, at least for me, that, that that it being experienced fully is you get see both sides of those. And anyway, I think poet laureates hopefully open more people to it. Right. So, what is a poet laureate? <laughs> yeah, the to be a poet laureate is kind of a funny thing because you you know you sort of you get the blessings and you know you go to your city council and you know they they say you're the one now and for two years you're the poet laureate and you kind of look around and you say well what am I supposed to do now and so you know for me when I was the poet laureate of Ukiah I was I was kind of looking at my city in a different way my community in a different way I um I was already pretty involved in the poetry community but I ended up being the um the host of our poetry reading that we have around here and I I think I just had a little bit more of a community sensibility in in my writing and as I was reading in public I was trying to have a little bit more of that uh broad kind of vision of starting to speak a little bit not just for myself but for the community a little bit. And that was kind of an interesting thing. And then um, here in Ukiah, we, you know, various laureates kind of did various things with their time. And what I ended up doing was uh, putting together a book of, at the time I was the seventh laureate. And so I put together an anthology of all seven of us that had gone so far from Armand Brint was the first one all the way through Teresa Whitehill and others. And uh, that ended up being kind of the culmination of really what I did with my time. And, uh, and so that was a nice thing. You know, I, I met a neighbor 
one time um, in a new place where I had moved and he, you know, I told him something about, I think the conversation went from song, you know, playing guitar and songwriting. And then that, well, really I'm into poetry. And then he said, Oh my God, there's this great book. And then he started to tell me about the anthology that I had put together. And so <laughs> it, it was at that point where I was like, I think, I think I, uh, I think I did all right. So, yeah. Kirk, did you have something you were about to add? Yeah. Well, my woohoo, you know, I mean, that, what, what great experience. That's, that's like kind of pulling it all together. I, Larry brought up uh, um, Raphael Jesus Gonzalez, who was the uh, first uh, Berkeley Poet Laureate. Um, I knew him in my days in the Bay Area. Also knew several San Francisco Poet Laureates. Al Young, who was Poet Laureate of California. Um, but yeah. I've I've worked have worked been involved um, more than twenty years in a project that Robert Hass started when he was poet laureate of the United States, and that's an event called the Watershed Environmental Poetry Festival. And he also started a a kids uh, basically nature poem um, contest, and those things have carried on. Uh, and so, you know, you uh, poet laureates can have impact and and involve people in new ways. If you know, um, we hope for the, to have poet laureates in Mendocino County that will be able to exercise their creativity as much in the poet laureate role as they have in their writing. Right. And then as a way to unite the county, because that's one of the things I think about. We're so spread out. And and so, you know, Larry runs a reading series. I run a reading series. Michael, you've run a, you know, been part of the running of a reading series. And Kirk, you've run reading series. You partly ran the Environmental Watershed Poetry Festival for a long, long time. And I well, know. Yeah, I, I don't do so much. That's well, anyway, I have a role there. And I, I do mm -hmm. find that role. It's it's an honor for sure when you hang around with people that aren't poets, when you say, hey, I'd like to read a poem and people go, oh, great. Maybe they walk away or, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? And so when you get to go and read a poem for city council or read a poem at the start of a parade or be part of various civic events. And for me, that's something that's been really wonderful to be supporting poetry. I think our county has such a long history and so many amazing poets. Yeah, it, it, there definitely seems to be a strong artistic thread in Mendocino County in, in literary and also visual arts and all sorts of ways. Musical, of course. Yeah, there's there's something special here. We have such a sort of a broad county, like you were saying, you know, from way down on the southern coast up to north of Willits. And it's that's a long drive. How does somebody nominate? What's that mean? We're looking for nominations. What do we want from the community, the poets? What are we looking for? Names. We have a website. Right. People can go to. That would be mendocinopoetlaureate.mymcn.org. And there's a way for people to nominate. There's a form there. So you can nominate yourself and you can also nominate somebody else. Can anybody be nominated? Yes. Do we have an range? Um, they just have to live in Mendocino County, both the, uh, the one that is doing the nominating and the one they nominate. And so then all the nominees will be asked to apply, and that means it's up to them whether they want to apply or not. Is that how it's going to work? I'd say that's correct. 
nomination is not enough, right? We have an application where the poets will send in poetry samples as well as their ideas of what they would like to do in service to the county as the poet laureate. Right. Again, the, the, it's an, it is an odd position, you know, certainly. <laughs> and, and anybody asking, so what the heck is a poet laureate? You know, I'm, I'm with you. It's, it's, it's a reasonable question. And, but I do think, yeah, that there is some, some degree to which that person is taking up the mantle of, uh, of representing an entire county, a diverse county, a unique county, a special county. And uh, so, yeah, I, I would hope that they can enjoy that and, uh, you know, kind of revel in it a little bit. It's, it's going to be a well, challenge for sure. And but I think a fun challenge. Yeah, my, my, my hope for the Poet Laureate is I think I sort of said earlier, but I'll try and say it again, just maybe differently, is that we really hope that the Poet Laureate will find um, in being the Poet Laureate um, a, a new um, part of uh, their creative life and that they will, you know, it will inspire them um, not just in writing, but on connecting with community and different people. And, you know, that it'll be one of those, um, a beautiful, good energy, evolving connection. Yeah. Synergy. That's, that was one of the words that it'll be synergistic. Right. So I was thinking that we could segue. And just since we have, you know, four poets here, perhaps, you know, again, everybody, Mendocino Poet Laureate.mymcn.org. Nominate, nominate yourself. Don't, don't worry about nominating yourself. That's okay. And uh, let's see who our Mendocino County Poet Laureate's going to be. It's going to be fun. Do we have a deadline? Uh, nominations are open by the time you hear this, and they will close on the 29th of February. So, yeah, get your nominations in. I just want to remind you that you're listening to Cartwheels on the Sky right here on KGUA. My name is Blake Moore, and I'm speaking with the members of the Mendocino Poet Laureate Committee, Michael Rydell, Kirk Lumpkin, and Larry Felson. So why don't we go around? Maybe um, I'll start with Michael. Michael, what got you into poetry and what makes you a poet? Wow. That, well, that that what makes you a poet, that's a tough one. I think there's sort of a, there's a lowercase p and there's an uppercase p, you know, <laughs> like anybody that writes a poem can be a lowercase p. And so I'll go with that one. And right. then I don't know the gods and destiny or something decide if you're the uppercase P and that's, <laughs> that's beyond any of us to decide on, you know? Um, I, I don't know. I, there's, I, I, I guess I'll say this, the thing that I like about writing poetry and lately I've been on a haiku kick, actually I should do a commercial and say that the, uh, oh, yes. Ukiah haiku festival, speaking of something else. Yeah. The Ukiah haiku festival is roaring again. And it's been a while since we've really actually had the contest, but the contest is open. You can easily find that at, um, Ukiah haiku, um, dot org. And those submissions are open until the 8th, I believe, February 8th. So anyway, that got me in kind of mind of haiku. And I've been reading books of haiku lately. And, and whether it's haiku or just poetry in general, 
the thing that I really enjoy about poetry is that it has me looking at the world in kind of a unique way. Like, like I, I suppose a hunter in the woods is kind of looking around in a different way than people just strolling maybe. And when I'm, when I'm thinking like a poet, I'm, I'm looking for special things around me and I'm looking at the world in a, in a, I think a better way. And, and that maybe is the thing that I care about perhaps the most is that it's, it's, you know, if I end up with a poem that I like, that's great. If I read it to people and they like it, that's even better. But maybe the real thing was the process of looking at the world in a different way and trying to put it into words. And that for me is kind of where the action is. You want to share one of your poems? Yeah. <laughs> I'll read one that is called Last Watering. And this was, uh, my wife and I used to live in Willits. And when we moved, this is the story essentially of, of the last time that we were there. And so last watering is, is the last time I watered my little garden there. And the ending of this is, is a, kind of an interesting thing in that I, I feel like the last part of this is wiser than I normally am. And, <laughs> and it's, it's every once in a while you get words to come out that you think, I, I don't know how that happened because I'm not at all that wise, but the, <laughs> the, the, the poem pretends that I am or something. So last watering. Looking up, I saw Kate at the window watching me and saw for a moment me standing there with the hose in my hand, water arcing down to the base of the rose bush in the garden we planted together, nurtured into green abundance over years that had to eventually end. This was the last time I would step along the path trimmed with stones I put end to end. The last time I would hear above me those trees massaged by afternoon breeze. The house is sold. The new neighbors will take over from here. To them, I leave my efforts at stewardship at improving the land I claimed to own as if land could give itself completely to the hand that signed a small stack of papers. If we are to find grace in this lifetime, it is in humbly tending to a piece of land like this, not for ourselves, but to pass on to others, that they might tend it in their time, that they might pass it on in turn, each of us thankful, each of us understanding with a sort of awkward patience that in this way we too slowly grow. I want to remind you that you're listening to Be More Now. I'm your host, Blake Moore. 
That was Michael Rydell reading a poem, and we're talking about the Mendocino County Poet Laureate nominations starting now till the end of the month. Up next is Kurt Lumpkin, followed by Larry Felson. So, Kirk Lumpkin, would you like to share what what made you become a poet? Um, well, I thought about this a little, not a whole lot, but I I was wondering recently, did did I pick poetry or did poetry pick me? Right. I don't really know about that, but it was it was the creative outlet I found and kept coming back to. Started well, the the first poem that I wrote was about Halloween that I have no memory of writing, but that my mother kept a copy of. I remember that I started writing like in junior high and high school. Um, And yeah, never really quit though. You know, there were, you know, we all have times when we don't feel that inspired, but um, I always came back to some feeling of be having poetic inspiration, and yeah, it's been uh, it's been part of the path of my life, and it's uh, uh, been a companion I would not want to have done without. Sounds good. You want to want to share a poem? Sure. I was like going earlier. What what am I going to share? <laughs> and I couldn't think of any reason like to do anything in particular. But I uh, was actually listening to before uh, we we got together here um, to KZYX, and um, there was an NPR thing where they were interviewing this guy who's now a comedian, but he had a very complex life, which included having deaf parents, him having problems that led him to Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, And he started to get also deeper into his Jewish heritage. Um, But the the thing that really struck me and why I picked this poem is that he said, um, the the Jewish high holy days that he got into a thing, at least I don't know for how long, where he looked at the beginning of the high holy days for him was going to Burning Man. <laughs> That's great. And so this, this is an old poem when I was going to Burning Man. But um, anyway, it's called After Burn, It Isn't Over. The man may have gloriously burned in his ecstatic stationary dance, become a pillar of fire, shooting stars from his exploding heart, been a flaming sacrifice on the altar of the desert, lit up like a hero with a wildfire mind that could take down Babylon, been a totally willing participant in the transformation of conflagration become the incarnation of light and energy and then fallen to the earth, charred and burned. But remember, it's not over until the fat lady drags her desiccated carcass from the dusty dirt dance floor 
she's been stomped into and follows the setting sun into the night and climbs the spiral staircase of the stars. A little uh, thank you from um, the time to Burning Man. Yeah, thank you. And now, Larry, your turn. What makes you a poet? Uh, <laughs> makes me a poet? Um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it's what makes me is, is like having to deal with the real world. And how, how do you deal with your internal dynamics going on? And how is it to confront what's going on, both both the, you know, the terrible things and also the sweet things? I mean, I don't know. I go, I came up as a poet early on, you know, I don't know, when I was a kid, I, I had some teacher, you know, I'm talking about, you know, elementary school and whatnot, whatnot where, where it was like anything goes, you know, you can do anything, you know, in language, you know, that kind of thing, you know, where I, I came up that way more like, you know, and I, you know, earlier on, I discovered people like Rambo and, you know, um, you know, the, the outsider, you know, the contrary and the, you know, the rebel. So that, that was part of it. And also, you know, I've been somebody that's been extremely politically active, but I'm still politically active. I don't know how anybody can't be right now. But, um, you know, in terms of what, you know, what's going on, not only in Gaza, but what's going on in this country, as we know, with the rise of fascism and stuff. So I don't know, I'm fueled by, uh, you know, I poetry at the same time as, you know, I don't know it's got in some way contradicting being involved politically, because uh, there's, you know, there's the, there's, the, you know, there's the rationality, and then there's the kind of irrationality and the, and the at least for, you know, half the time or unexpected stuff that comes up as a writer. And, and uh, so I don't know. I'm a, you know, I'm I'm a, a fusion of this stuff. And uh, um, I, and as far as the, the the issue of whether poetry picked me or I picked, it definitely picked me. You know, uh, I mean, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, I mean, I don't know how you all. And this idea of you're a poet, you're only, it's, it, I mean, you know, you're only a poet uh, when you're if you're writing a poem. Once it's, you know, isn't isn't there a, I mean, a thing, you know, where where you, God. I have, you're only as good as your you, last poem. That's it. You know, I mean, you know, you can't, there's no laurels to stand on. There's no, I mean, I don't know. I just went through my book here and half of it is not trash, but it's, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Anyhow, don't, you know, that's something, don't do that too much. Don't go back to your, you know, you can't, can't do that too much. But anyway, all right, that's enough there. I don't know if that means any, what you wanted, but, you know. That was perfect. I think that I, I, re I really do relate to the idea that you become a poet as a way to deal with the world. I always say that poetry allows me to metabolize my experiences. And sometimes yeah. when you feel, it can be overwhelming. So finding a way to pinpoint those ideas and put them on paper, they reflect back at you and somehow it, it makes them seem less overwhelming. Do you want yeah. to show the poem, Larry? Yeah, sure. I'll have to say, you know, of course, at the same time, then I met some real poet, quote, quote, real poets. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, may, you know, it makes a difference in terms of who you come in contact with and what poetry is and whatnot, you know, who, uh, you know, I got slapped upside the head, poetically speaking, you know, and you, uh, as far as, you know, uh, you know, throwing. Anyway, all right, enough. I'll read this poem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Such as it is, it's owed to the rat who escaped. I ask forgiveness of the birds and trees I violate daily because they're so high up and I'm so low. You enter this dimension when your shadow resists the moonlight, breathing, radiating. Can you celebrate and mourn at the same time? 
I'm not sure poetry or love such as it is what has been lost or what is out of reach. This breakdown result of my inability to kill a mangled, bloodied rat escaped from a trap, stunned and suffering on the storeroom floor. Closed the door, went out and stared at the stars. Could think of nothing but whom I love, how love binds us, how murdering this rat would kill all the love I have left. So you can take all your sunsets and sexual bliss and remove me from the battle for survival. I'm not in the market. Could not sleep all night. Thought he would bleed to death. But in the morning, he was gone. <laughs> thank you, Larry. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody. I really enjoyed this conversation. And Larry Felsen, Kirk Lumpkin, Michael Rydell, and also part of the committee, but missing is Deborah Baker. And um, everybody, Mendocino Poet Laureate, nominate the poets in your life, nominate yourself, and you have till the end of February to do that. All right, that's about out of time. Once again, this is Cartwheels on the Sky. I'm your host, Blake Moore. And uh, stay tuned to KGUA for more great programming. Have a beautiful night, everyone. <laughs>